0: Hey, hey, it's Pauly B with the quick interruption, and I gotta know, have you made the decision to finally take the plunge and improve your wrestling experience by signing up for ad-free shows? There's no better time to pull the trigger and take advantage of exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. Ask Conrad is just one of the many hot shows our listeners can't get enough of. How do I know that? Well, he's produced over 33 episodes, and the questions continue to roll in. From mortgage and financial advice to his thoughts on the wrestling business, he holds nothing back. Plus, every month you get a bonus episode. Just in the last few weeks, JR rewatched a classic television show from the UWF in 1986. And Arn Anderson relived his experience in the War Games match from 1996. By the way, we also recently released a very special event with Jeff Jarrett and Eric Bischoff as they watched Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson wrestle for the first time in 2009. Who else is going to give you these experiences from the Hall of Fame talent that Ad Free Shows does? And by the way, All this is available from the $29 tier and up. So stop delaying the inevitable. Take the plunge. Try it out for a month, and I guarantee you will not be disappointed. Anything is doable for a month. So sign up today and begin enjoying all the perks of your membership immediately over at adfreeshows.com. Pardon the interruption. I hope you're enjoying The Kurt Angle Show. Did you know that there's an official store for the podcast? It's called boxagimmicks.com. It's where you can find shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, and more, all related to The Kurt Angle Show. It is one of the best ways to support the podcast. So check out boxagimmicks.com. And thank you for listening to The Kurt
1: Angle Show.
2: Hey, I want to take a time out right now to do a little hashtag humblebrag. We just got a five star review from our man Andrew up in Wisconsin. That's right, Wisconsin. I know what you're thinking. Hey, aren't you in Alabama? How are you helping people in Wisconsin? We're licensed in more than 40 states, so we can hook you up too. But don't take my word for it. Let's listen to Andrew's five star review over at ConradReviews.com. The best part of working with First Family Mortgage was the communication that started with the first phone call. From the start, Stephen gave me advice on getting my credit score up. Then Jimmy took it from there and was only a text message away on any question I had. The bottom line is you can't beat friendly customer service and excellent communication. I can't thank everyone at first family enough. Our dream home is finally a reality five-star service at its best. Yeah, you heard me right. He said our dream home is finally a reality. So if you're a renter and you're looking to buy a house, there's no better place to start than SaveWithConrad.com. If you already own your own home, but you're looking to pay it off faster and with cheaper monthly payments, you just can't beat savewithconrad.com. Maybe you've got credit card debt or a second mortgage, maybe even worse. You're in a 30 year loan. We can show you how to keep more of your own money and get rid of all that debt. Just like that. at SaveWithConrad.com. with NMLS number six, five zero eight, four equal housing lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? Find out how much money you can save for free at savewithconrad.com I tell your landlord that uh, <clears throat> he's been future-endeavored thanks to savewithconrad.com.
1: Will he want to go? slam he'll
3: lay you on the floor so listen up it's time to go it's the Kurt Angle Show hey this is Kurt Angle and welcome to the Kurt Angle Show on today's episode we'll be doing a watch along to my Iron Man match against Shawn Michaels in 2005 one of the greatest programs I've ever been involved in but first I want to introduce to you my co-host Conrad Thompson How you doing today, Conrad,
2: man? I'm excited to be here, but I think you've undersold it. This isn't just one of the best programs you were involved in. It's one of the best programs of all time. When people talk about their Mount Rushmore of wrestlers, their favorite wrestlers of all time, yourself and Shawn Michaels are on more of those than you'd imagine. And it's crazy to think you only wrestled three times. Uh, you know, you would have assumed two greats like that, man, they're going to wrestle a hundred times. That's not the case. But we thought what better way to break down what, and maybe a follow-up effort, if you will, from WrestleMania 21, which is one of our first episodes actually, than to watch the iron man match here from October 3rd, 2005, that happened on Monday night. Raw, you know, it's crazy for me to think about in hindsight, there were only three matches, uh, where does Sean rank in terms of your favorite opponent all time? Is he number one?
3: You know what? It- Overall with everything, like I'm talking Shawn Michaels, uh, across the board, uh, charisma chops, uh, in-ring ability, athleticism. Look, he had it all more than anybody else. The only one that was actually better than him in the ring was Chris Benoit.
2: Mm. Well, it's interesting that, uh, we only saw it a handful of times because it does feel like if you've got these two. You know, arguably the greatest wrestler alive. Like, if people in that era said, "Well, I think Shawn Michaels is," and other people said, "Well, I think Kurt Angle is," I don't think those guys could even argue. They'd say, "Well, I'll give you that," but it didn't happen very often. Just the three times, uh, and I've, uh, that's always been fascinating to me. So I'm glad we're going to watch another one here. I know we did the WrestleMania 21 match, which people still talk about, but this Iron Man match doesn't feel like it gets talked about as often as say a WrestleMania or a SummerSlam. So I'm glad we get to highlight it. But I want to highlight an interesting interview quote that you gave the Peoria journal, this line in particular stood out. I've wrestled everybody on SmackDown more than once. I love wrestling the Eddie Guerreros and Rey Mysterios and guys like that. But there are guys on, Ra- on raw that I haven't wrestled in years or have never wrestled, I would like to make a move and have a chance to be on the franchise, to be the franchise on raw. Now, just to remind everybody, we're still in the early days of the brand split and they're trying to really stick to it. So it was a big deal that you got to sort of cross streams, if you will, with Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania, but for you to give that sort of interview to a newspaper and it not be on TV or the WWE magazine, that feels like that's not Kurt angle in a, uh, scripted promo. That's just the way the real life Kurt angle thinks, not the character, but the real life Kurt angle Am I off base, or is that right? That's really what you felt at the time.
3: No, you're right. I, I did want to make a move to raw. I was on SmackDown for four years. I wrestled everybody over there. I didn't get tired of it. I love wrestling those guys. I mean, we had the SmackDown six. That was a really special group of guys. And you know, a lot of people, especially the office. Considered SmackDown the B show and Raw was the A show. I didn't consider that. I I actually felt that SmackDown was a little bit better than Raw. I thought we were having better wrestling on our show. Not not as much uh, involvement with storylines as Raw, but we were a much better wrestling show. But I didn't wrestle Shawn Michaels ever. He was the guy that I had my eye on that I wanted to go over to Raw, and I also Batista and you know other guys that. I never got a chance to work with before and, and, and guys like triple H that I didn't work for four years. So I wanted to change. Yes.
2: Are you able to express that backstage or did you think, Hey, maybe the best way to communicate that is I'll just mention it in some media appearances and maybe I can sort of speak it into existence.
3: No, I had to talk with Vince and I told him I wanted, I had my eyes set on Shawn Michaels and I wanted to move over to raw. I knew that Shawn wasn't going to move the smackdown. Um, You know, there are guys that just didn't want to move over to SmackDown for whatever reason, whether they thought it was the B show or it wasn't as, uh, as important as raw. I didn't believe that, but some guys did. And, uh, so I knew that Sean wasn't going to move over to SmackDown. I knew that I'd have to move over to raw.
2: Did, did you think, um. Maybe Sean or or other guys, maybe not just Sean didn't want to be on SmackDown because of the schedule, because back then I think most SmackDowns were taped on a Tuesday. So if you did a house show loop, you would perhaps miss a little more time at home, a little more time with the family, or did they feel like, Hey, it's the B show. It's not on as big of a station as raw. It's not live. Did they just miss the rush of being on live TV? What do you think it was that made people say, "I'd rather be on Raw than Smackdown"?
3: Well, I just think that from a talent standpoint, Smackdown never caught up to Raw at that particular time. It was a newer show, uh not, not that new. I mean, I think it ran on for what a good 4 or 5 years. Yeah. But but it was the newer show and Raw had such a great tradition. I just believe that they I uh, thought that Raw was always going to be the A show and that SmackDown was going to be the B show. It was that simple.
2: Alright, folks, let's run a timeout right now to talk about our friends at Chirp. Chirp is a brand dedicated to helping the world feel good so they can do more of the stuff they love. In other words, Chirp is all about feel good, do more. To do this, Chirp creates a simple, innovative, and effective pain relief and prevention solutions chirp started with a revolutionary wheel for back pain, but they really are just getting started. I got to tell you, our experience with chirp here at the Thompson household has been huge. Uh, Mrs. Thompson hurt her back several years ago. And now whenever she maybe overdoes it at the gym or comes home bragging about a PR, I know what's going to happen later that night. She's going to be in the floor rolling around with chirp chirp is all about helping people feel good and do more. And this back pain is preventing millions of people from feeling their best. When they don't feel their best, they're limited at what they can do, and Chirp can fix that. With Chirp's patent-pending spinal canal and three different pressure options to choose from, Chirp will help your back feel better so you can be back to doing what you love in no time. The key features that make this product stand out are that there's three different pressure sizes, gentle, medium, and deep. Spinal canal to comfort your spine as our wheel gives your back a unique four-way stretch. Each wheel can hold up to 500 pounds and they can be nested together for easy travel to take with you wherever you go. Visit GoChirp.com and enter the promo code ANGLE to save 10% off site-wide. That's GoChirp.com and the promo code is ANGLE to save 10% off site-wide. That's GoChirp.com and be sure to use the promo code ANGLE to save yourself some cash. Get 10% off at GoChirp.com with the promo code ANGLE. We uh, we ought to mention... Um, the June 13th uh, Observer recaps this. Angle came out as the new guy. Triple H welcomes him to the big leagues. Of course, we're referencing Raw here. Angle did a woo off with Flair. Then Triple H said it was gimmick infringement. This was lasting forever and getting nowhere until Angle told Triple H that he used to fool around with Triple H's wife behind her back, zing the money line. The crowd buzzed about that one. Triple H then laughed about it and said, everyone fooled around with my ex-wife. So next week it's angle versus Batista as the main event. Michael's then came back and said he had no dance partner for the pay-per-view and challenged angle angle accepted to a lukewarm response. Then angle Flair, triple H and Michael's all had a sloppy brawl. I almost feel like Meltzer just sort of glossed over the woo off with Flair was hilarious. Tell me about that.
3: That was a lot of fun. Uh, the The problem, I didn't want to do it because I can't, I couldn't woo anymore. I had two neck surgeries, and when they went into my neck, they damaged my voice box a little bit. So I can't do a high-pitched voice. The best I could do is this. Woo! <laughs> so, I'm, I'm trying to woo off with Rick, and he's smoking me. I'm like, holy shit. Like, this is crazy. Rick is the best wooer in the world. And, uh, but I had so much fun doing it. I mean, Rick Flair is a legend and, uh, that's what he got over with is his woo.
2: It's, uh, it's pretty crazy when you go back and, and you think about, uh, that woo off and how legendary it became. Let's just take a, a little bit of a listen here. I know Meltzer didn't put it over big, but I still think it's fun. Let's take a listen. <laughs>
3: It's back on Raw, baby!
1: Woo! Anyway. He did. Nobody says woo around here except me. Woo! 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 Woo!
2: Woo! Woo! I know it's silly, but that's just funny to me. <laughs> it is funny.
3: Anytime you're wooing off a of brick flare, it's hilarious.
2: And of course we would see him, re, you know, do that a few more times in his career and he did it in TNA with Jay lethal, but that fun, a woo off moment. It, did Brian write that one?
3: Uh, yes. Yes. And I think Rick added some flavor to it. He, he wanted to, he, he wanted it to go longer. Rick wanted it to go forever longer than we did it, but, uh, we, we went as long as we could and I, that's when I backed away. <laughs> It
2: is a little weird though. It feels like there's a lot of moving parts here. Like, Hey, Kurt angles here and let's insert them into everything. Let's have a confrontation with Hunter. Let's have one with Rick. Let's do the little woo off thing. And oh, by the way, then Sean's going to challenge him. And now let's throw Batista in there. It just feels like, man, we're throwing you into the fire feet first.
3: Oh, the possibilities. They were giving me so many options for my next program. <laughs> it was like unreal. You know, five guys in that ring that had an issue with me. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to be, uh, getting a program with Sean and it feels like I'm getting one with everybody.
2: <laughs> it's, it's really, uh, a major moment for the show. I mean, obviously you're one of the best wrestlers in the whole company at this point, one of the biggest names in the company, and now here you are uh, on week one and raw and you're thrown right in the middle of all of this. Um, did you know, coming in. Like when you first have this conversation about coming over to raw, did Vince say, all right, damn it, Kurt, you're getting your way. We're going to put you with Sean.
3: Yes. Yes. That's the first thing he said. He told me that you're going to have a program with Sean to start off. And, uh, it's going to be a WrestleMania and I couldn't have been happier. I was so excited about it. You know, I've been a fan of Shawn Michaels since the day he came back, I believe it was survivor series 2000 or 2001 and he. It ended up five guys against him because there was a five on five match, you know, survivor series match. That's a classic matchup. And, um, he, 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 everybody on his side got eliminated except for him. And he had to go through five guys and the selling and his charisma and, and everything that he did in that match made me a huge fan. I actually went up to him. I didn't know him at the time and I wasn't a fan of his cause I didn't watch pro wrestling before I started. So I walked up to him and I actually said, Hey man, you're pretty good. (laughs) Sean was like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm the best. (laughs) It was, it was classic because, uh, you know, I I didn't know who Sean was. I mean, I, I knew, you know, from what the wrestlers talked about him and everything, but um, I, I didn't know. So, uh, you know, me being clueless, I just told him, Hey, you're pretty good. (laughs) Meanwhile, he's actually the best, (laughs)
2: Well, on raw, the next week, you go one-on-one with Batista that ends after just two minutes and it turns into you and triple H against Batista and HBK. Uh, and then of course at vengeance, we get the rematch between you and Sean, uh, and Sean evens the score one-to-one you guys go 26 minutes and 11 seconds. Meltzer described it as another near classic performance. He would say they tried to do an offshoot of the Michaels, Benjamin raw finish, but this wasn't nearly as impressive or well-timed but still it was among the best matches of the year. And he gave it four and a half stars. I'm sure we'll talk about the vengeance match some other time, but still, uh, a four and a half star match, 26 minutes in there with Shawn Michaels. How would you compare that to your WrestleMania match?
3: It it was, it was about as good. The only thing I didn't like about the match was, the the tie. I felt, uh, the tie. Weakened the match, um, made it mean less. Um, you know, it, it, it made it droop, you know, at the end. And uh, you always want a decisive winner. And I didn't care who was going to win in that third match, whether it was Sean or me. I just wanted this decisive winner, but creative didn't want that. They wanted a tie.
2: So Meltzer loved the match here as you sort of tie this series up one to one. You've talked to us before that WrestleMania, uh, that match was really helped put together by Pat Patterson. Was he involved with the match at
3: vengeance as well? Yes, he was. Pat Patterson was involved in all three matches. Uh, He was a very important part of those matches.
2: The day after that pay-per-view vengeance, you're going to come out and here's the write-up from the observer raw opened with angle coming out. He teased the idea of challenging Shawn Michaels to a third match as the main event, since they're tied at one apiece. Angle explained he didn't have to, because his win was by submission at WrestleMania and Michael's win was a fluke. And since his win was a mania that counts for two and Meltzer says as silly as that sounds it's actually true. Uh, so he says he's done with Michaels, which is good because it means they'll have to wrestle again. He wants Batista flair comes out, puts angle over saying a bunch of things that he's actually said privately for years. He said, "If Angle avoids injury for the next few years, he can be the greatest wrestler of all time." He said he would rather his son grew up to be someone like Angle than someone like him, and that he's a big mark for Angle. And somehow this led to heated feelings, and God knows how that happened. Flair promised to bite Angle's fingers, squeeze his testicles, rip his mouth, and gouge his eyes. Flair saying, "I'm going to squeeze your testicles and gouge your..." Eye. This is some over-the-top stuff. Were you having fun with Rick during this?
3: Oh yeah. Rick's hilarious. I I, I honestly, he, he wasn't even supposed to say that stuff. (laughs) Rick, Rick is so spontaneous. Uh, You know, uh, anything that flies out of his mouth, most of it, he thought of right at that particular point. Yeah. Rick's amazing like that.
2: Today's episode is brought to you by Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work, but you know, what's easy. Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's insurance or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around the house. Go to geico.com, get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's geico.com. And we thank them for sponsoring today's podcast. Uh, later that night, of course, it's you and flair. You go 17 minutes and 18 seconds. Meltzer gives it three and a half stars. And I think this is your first ever match with Ric Flair. Of course, Rick is, uh, well, before your time, when you're wrestling him here, you're 56 years old or he's 56 years old. And as you and I are recording, you're not 56 now, so he's (laughs) even older than you are right now. When you're having the match, uh, what was your first impression of being in there with Rick here?
3: I couldn't believe that he kept up. Uh, especially Rick at that particular time wasn't wrestling much. Right. He wasn't getting in the ring. He wasn't training. He wasn't having matches. So he was a little nervous about blowing up, getting tired in the match. And um, I assured him that I would uh, slow the match down a little bit if we needed to, but we didn't have to Rick impressed the hell out of me. I mean, what he was able to do at 56 years old is unreal. Uh, You know, Rick Rick could probably still work today. (laughs) He's like, he's crazy like that. And, you know, he, he, he has, he's one of those guys that is timeless. He never ages. Um, He's always been able to get back in the ring whenever he wants. And, you know, I'm 52 now and I'm I'm like, I'm hurting pretty badly. And it's, it amazes me that, you know, Rick's in his seventies now and he could possibly get in the ring and work better than I can right now. (laughs)
2: Please don't give him any ideas. Don't encourage him. <laughs> Rick, one more match. <laughs> Listen to you. So in this match though, after saying I'm going to squeeze your testicles, I'll be damned. He did it. He did a testicle squeeze spot in the match. I'm just curious what this conversation sounds like in the back. When a 56 year old man comes over and says, Hey, so Kurt, I'm thinking tonight, I'm going to grab you by the nuts. Is that cool?
3: I mean, is that really how it goes? Well, you know what he said? He said, remember when I said I was going to squeeze your testicles? I said, yes. He goes, we're going to do it tonight. (laughs) So he probably had that planned all day.
2: It's unbelievable. It almost feels like, Hey guys, I'm going to get Kurt by the nuts. Watch. I'll show you. And then somehow he does it and it worked literally. (laughs) So between then and the Shawn Michaels Ironman match, you work a program with Eugene over your gold medals at SummerSlam, which is probably not exactly a highlight of your career. And then you get John Cena and Unforgiven, which I know we'll cover at some point, but did you know the point was always to get you back with Sean? Did you know this was going to be a trilogy? We're going to have to pay this thing off.
3: I didn't know nobody told me, but I, I, I realized that, you know, being with one-to-one, um, that's not usually how programs end. Right. So I knew eventually down the line, we would have another match. I just didn't know when, and I started a program with Eugene and we continued on with that. And then I went into John Cena for the next pay-per-view. And, uh, by then, um, that's when I was told I was going to work with Sean with the rubber match.
2: So it's a big raw show where it's finally going to happen. And I know what you're thinking. Why would they put that on free TV? That's a pay-per-view match. (laughs) Well, it was a big show. It was called homecoming because the WWE had just moved from spike. Now they're back on USA. They need a reason to, uh, pop a number as people would say, to make sure that it's appointment television, that you don't forget that it's not on spike. Now it's back on USA. And I like the branding calling it the homecoming, but it's also worth mentioning that spike is not taking the departure very well. They're actually counter-programming the show with a live UFC. So the UFC was catching fire. We just had uh, Randy Couture on not too long ago. And we talked about what a big deal, the ultimate fighter was and how it really was a shot in the arm to the UFC, but it's now like the flagship program for spike. And since they lost their other flagship program, we'll show them we'll run a special on Monday night, head to head. So what does Vince do? He taps two of his best wrestlers that he ever had and said, guys, go put on a show. And that's what we're going to get to do here today. Uh, fire up your Peacock network. Uh, you want to go to uh, season 13 episode 40. This went down on October 3rd, 2005. Uh, Kurt, what timestamp do you have on your end? I have
3: 1720. I'm
2: at 1720 as well. So what we want you to do is pull up fire or pull up Peacock, October 3rd, 2005 that's Monday night raw. You can just search for that in your taskbar. Season th- uh, 13, episode 40, 17 minutes and 20 seconds. And, uh, if you're listening at home, please mute your audio. I'll track it through so you can hear it with us whenever we need to hear something and then, uh, Kurt and I will try to entertain you as we watch this unbelievable match here. Here we go. 17 20, uh, Kurt, give us a countdown. And when you say play, we'll press play.
3: All right. Here goes the countdown. Three, two, one play.
1: Ladies
2: and gentlemen, you're about to see a classic. Got the mouthpiece in. When did you start wearing the mouthpiece with some regularity? Was there an incident that made you do it?
3: When I converted from the funny Kurt Angle to the wrestling machine, and I decided that I needed to have a mouthpiece. And what happened was add on to that, that John Cena knocked two of my front teeth out. Oh. I, I, I I was going to get uh, new ones. Um, you know, the, The really good ones, the crowns. Yeah. Uh, But I was wrestling, and my dentist said, You might want to get temporaries at the time. So, having temporaries, I didn't want to smash those in. So, I decided to wear a mouthpiece. And that's why, because Cena knocked my teeth out.
2: Look at all the legends in the front row. We see Harley Race, Dusty Rhodes, Coco Beware, uh, Jim the Anvil, Nineheart, Hillbilly Jim, Superfly Snooka, Dr. Death. My goodness, what a big showing this is. All the greats.
3: It's awesome. They're all there to watch me. I guess. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man! And, and here's the thing: you, you got to remember, this is a little unique. We're announcing up front this is an Iron Man match, and you know I got to tell you, Kurt, this is my least favorite stipulation. Don't get me wrong; I absolutely love Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle, and the idea that we're going to see them hook it up is fantastic. But it feels like an Iron Man match. Rem- the concept remove some of the edge of the seat anticipation. Like when I watch boxing or UFC, or for that matter, pro wrestling, I like to think that, Hey man, it could end at any minute. So I don't know what's coming next. I don't want to miss anything. Don't blink. But if it's like, you know, like the NBA playoffs, I just tune in for the last five minutes and you'll get the gist of it. And that's sort of what a, what an iron man match feels like to me. Now I'm not saying I don't enjoy the wrestling that got me there, but in terms of, we're not going to know who won or lost. And I mean, it could happen at any minute. That is that sort of thinking is completely removed in an Ironman match.
3: It is. You, you got to be patient in an Ironman match. You can't get, you know, uh, overexcited over one finish because we're going to continue on until the end and there could be multiple finishes, but uh, I, you're right. I, I mean, a regular wrestling match having one finish is a lot more exciting, but the Ironman match, um, this is, this is, uh, uh the next level, of, of wrestling. In other words, you know, you, this is what you want when you have a third match, a rubber match, usually you go to gimmicks, you know, ladders, tables, chairs, Sean and I were thoroughbred wrestlers. It only made sense to have the Ironman match third for the rubber match because that's what we did best.
2: I want to mention too, let's remember the time of year this is happening. This is October 3rd. So said plainly, not only do you have the UFC as competition, but Monday night football's on. So you guys have extra added pressure. I'm sure of this better be a damn good match.
3: You're absolutely right. Especially with the NFL starting.
2: I also wonder, you know, from a wrestling psychology standpoint, so. Let's pretend for a minute. We're in the land of K if you will. And you see Kurt take a, a powder there. There is some psychology that would be different than in a regular match. If it's a one fall scenario and someone has you in a submission match. You might say, well, I don't want to tap out because I don't want to lose this match, but if we know we got to go the distance and I'm hurting pretty good and he's got a good hold on me, I might go ahead and tap. So he doesn't hurt me. And I wind up losing the whole match. I could just lose this one fall, almost forfeit this one fall and say, okay, you got me, but you can't do it again. So there's a little bit of a, a different mentality here. And you see Shawn Michaels climbing to the top rope. Referee Jack Dolan is someone we don't hear about much these days, as he's your referee. Any good memories of Jack?
3: No, Jack was a really solid official, though. I really enjoyed him. He was a really nice guy, and uh, he did an incredible job in the ring. But you were talking about Sean, um, the the match. Uh, you know, being um, an Iron Man match. You're right, but you know, when you have an Iron Man match, you're you if you get in a submission hold. Most of the time, if it's not the last finish, uh, you're gonna you're gonna submit early. That that makes sense. That's the psychology behind it. You don't you don't want to end up breaking your ankle or breaking your arm because you were stupid enough to hold out from submission because you didn't want to submit when you're gonna have uh, a match continue and you're gonna be able to get two falls and end up beating your opponent. So that's why you, when you see submissions in Iron Man matches. They tap out pretty quickly. It only makes sense.
2: Oh, it's true. It's damn true. We love talking about our friend Steven singer, and not many people know this, but Steven singer started out as a jewelry and diamond wholesaler selling nationally to other jewelry stores. So why did he open his own store? He saw other jewelers focusing on the wrong things. See the jewelry business was about playing pricing games just to make a buck. But Steven wanted to help people celebrate love with diamonds. He never wanted to be in the jewelry business. You heard right. Steven Singer is in the love business. Steven Singer Jewelers is the love store, not the sex toys and jelly type of love store. It's the place to buy real diamond jewelry for your real love. Steven has been in the love business for over four decades because he knew he could deliver better quality jewelry at a much better price and treat people like friends, not paychecks. There's no gotchas, no sales, no hassle, just easy and fun. Smartest way to buy jewelry and diamonds for the moments that matter most. Real diamonds from a real jeweler you can trust. So call, chat, text, zoom, visit his showroom, or check them out online at IHate Stevensinger.com. That's IHate Stevensinger.com. Come on. It costs nothing to look, as Jim Ross says. That's I hate It's true. It's damn true. It's I hate um, in a match like this, what you've told us that Pat Patterson would have helped put together, oh man, I love seeing spots like this. You've told us before when you're structuring a match, what's sort of the basic structure and every time I've had you run us through that, you always explain the double down and here it is. You're getting the double down gosh. In the first four minutes of the match.
3: <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs>
2: uh, but you said, uh, the other two matches, Pat Patterson was the agent. Do you remember Pat being helpful in this? Or by this point, do you guys sort of have a rhythm with each other?
3: We had a rhythm, Pat, Pat, let us, uh, put together most of it. You know, he just added a few different things to the match, but for the most part, Sean, and I came up with it ourselves.
2: The, um, you know, part of the, the magic of any performance, whether it's comedy or it's wrestling or it's fighting, whatever is timing. And usually in wrestling, you have the luxury of being a little looser, you know, and not trying to point fingers, but we've even talked about it here on the show before at times, uh, Sean had a reputation for going a little long because Sean wanted to make sure the match was great. And so rather than take some stuff out and maybe it affect the match quality. Now, if we need to go a little longer, we will, it's live. What are they going to do? But that's totally removed here too. If it's a 30 minute time limit and everyone sees the clock the entire time. Right?
3: Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, the fans are going to see it. We're going to see it. Uh, so no, nobody can go long. <laughs> it's impossible to go long. You're, you're going to know what you have in that 30 minutes and you got to finish in that 30 minutes.
2: Of course, uh, a lot of fans hear guys say, well, back in my day, we didn't plan everything out. We just called it in the ring and you've sort of broken down that you did a hybrid and you've done a little bit of both with Steve. It would be more off the cuff and improvisation. And with other guys, it would be a little more planned. In a match like this, where, you know, you've got a finite amount of time and you've got to hit the mark. It's gotta be 30 minutes on the nose. Does that change your preparation as far as what you're quote unquote calling in the ring versus planning?
3: Well, you have to plan all the finishes. So I think Sean and I had what, uh, four finishes in this match, I believe.
2: Well, just about the psychology of, of the timing and and the way you've got to decide how much are we calling in the ring and improvising. And then how much are we going to go ahead and script ahead of time? Because it feels like the fixed time. Oh my gosh. What a bump and a half. You took over the top rope there. (laughs)
3: Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, the, the, the psychology is different. Um, you know, you have to, uh,
2: Did you lay everything out that
3: day? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you lay everything out that day? Are you calling it in the ring? We, we laid out the finishes. You have to lay out the finishes and, um, you have to, know which time you want the finish done. So, you know, you want the finish maybe at 18 minutes, then the next one at 14, then the next one at 10 minutes, Then next one at six. And then you have, you know, the, the time running out. So you have to plan the finishes, but you have so much to remember on those finishes and your false finishes that you have to call the rest of the match. You just have to feel it. You have to go out there because you're going 30 minutes. And they're going to be four finishes. Those four finishes only take up about two minutes of the 30. So you have to, you have to be able to improvise quite a bit in an Ironman match.
2: We just saw it, even in the replay, I reacted to it and you did too. I think we're a little, out lot of sync. That's all my bad. I'm, I'm running too many programs to keep us on track here today. But when you go over the top rope a minute ago, it looks like you almost over rotate and, and you crash and burn. It, it, I
3: do almost every time I do it. I don't know why. Uh I never perfected it, but but it does look pretty badass. It looks it looks pretty brutal. So, it
2: looks brutal. That's what I wanted to ask. Is is that I mean, I know it sounds silly. Is that devastating? Does that hurt really bad? Or at that point are you just sort of callous to it and it's just another
3: day at the office? I'm comfortable doing it or I wouldn't keep doing it. I yeah. do it all the time. So uh, you know, if I if I if I thought I was gonna get hurt, I wouldn't do it anymore.
2: Oh man, the big power bomb into the turnbuckles. Uh, I don't think I saw you do that a ton. Was that something you were nervous about doing, or did you have confidence uh, doing that
3: move? Well, with Sean, you know, he's such a pro he gets up for you. Uh, he's not that heavy, you know, probably 195 pounds, maybe 200 pounds. So, uh, I was confident in being able to do it with him. Uh, you know, with someone like John Cena or Batista, that, you know, it'd be a lot harder, but, uh, with Sean. He, he gets up for you pretty good. He's, he's really light and he's not really that heavy.
2: So it looks like you were trying to, uh, belly to belly him off the, uh, as he's seated on the top rope there, but instead if memory serves, uh, you're going to hit another move here off the top rope on Sean. And there it goes.
3: It, it's a, it's a converted angle slam from the top rope,
2: And I think that's going to be pinfall number one. Yeah. I remember that it was such a big thing to see you do that maneuver off the top rope. It just, uh, I don't know why, but anytime somebody goes to the top rope, it's that added sense of, of of danger.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty exciting too. Especially when you hit your finish up there, that, that, that's a pretty cool, uh, finish to have, you know, uh, doing the angle slam from, from the, uh, the tarp is different than doing it from the top rope. And it looks a lot more brutal from the top rope.
2: And there you see, uh, we went to a commercial break, uh, and now we're getting a hold, uh, and, and I, I, know some fans would say, oh, it's a rest hold, but you do need to work a hold. If you're doing an iron man match, you can't wrestle at a frantic pace for 30 minutes and, and no, the, and
3: the fans will get bored. You have to slow it down, speed it up. So yes. speed it up. You have to give them different, um, uh, times that, uh, where, where they can cheer and get behind the baby face. And Sean was the baby face at the time. So putting him in a hold, uh, the fans see that, okay, that he's selling and he's down underneath and they start cheering for him. And that, that's, that's a certain psychology we have in pro wrestling.
2: A match like this. Um, what, what are you going over with, with the referee ahead of time? Are you going through all the different finishes or does he just know how the match ends?
3: No, we have to go through all the finishes. The referee has to have a good memory too, because if he counts the wrong ones, it's going to screw us up. I say, So you know, uh, you know, let's just say that Sean kicked out a little late on that one and the ref thought it was the finish that would end up being one of the finishes Yeah, and, uh, you know, our whole forte would be screwed up.
2: Uh, in this era, do you remember there being a lot of communication? from Vince, or I guess we would just say gorilla or the back, uh, through the referee, I think they're all wearing IFBs, but do you remember when you're wrestling on TV, we'll call it the mid two thousands here, that they would relay messages to you in the middle of a match through the referee?
3: Only if Vince saw something that he didn't like or something that he wanted us to do, it didn't happen very often, but you know, like when I, when I debuted at survivor series in 1999, Uh, you know, Vince is the one that told me to go outside the ring during the match, told the ref, tell Kurt to go outside the ring and grab the microphone and say, you not boo an Olympic gold medalist. And uh, so he does it at certain times. Uh, it doesn't happen a lot, but every once in a while, he'll do it.
2: Remember how easy it was in your twenties. You had so much energy. You could get away with the late night drive-throughs. You could even pinch a uh, trouser tent at a moment's notice. Well, that's because you had plenty of testosterone and it's time to get it back, you could get testosterone injections, but that involves awkward doctor visits, expensive medical bills. And the worst part, once you opt for artificial testosterone, you will suppress your body's ability to naturally produce it even more, but is not the problem in the first place. Before considering that pharmaceutical option, there are ways you can naturally raise your testosterone. And one of the easiest ways is by using legacy test stack from legacy sports nutrition test. X nine has nine key ingredients clinically proven to support natural testosterone production and T assist is designed to supercharge T boosting effects with added anti-estrogen compounds. Nick Aldis, the founder of legacy sports nutrition has been blown away by the feedback that customers have sent in after using the ultimate test stack. Guys are feeling stronger in the gym. They have more energy and guys in their late thirties have reported morning wood for the first time in years. One even reported becoming a father after four years of trying, no matter what you do, if you're a guy having optimum testosterone levels is the key to looking, feeling, and performing better. Try the ultimate test stack today and they're confident you'll love the results. Just go to legacysups.com. That's legacysups.com. L-E-G-A-C-Y-S-U-P-P-S.com and the promo code is ANGLE to save 10% off your entire order. That's Legacysups.com and the promo code is ANGLE to save 10% off your entire order. That's L-E-G-A-C-Y-S-U-P-P-S.com and the promo code is angle to save 10% off your entire order. And we thank Mr. Nick Aldis for sponsoring today's podcast. And it and, and almost feels like when he has you do it on your debut, it's almost like a test, is it
3: not? Like oh what? my gosh. I, I, I was ready to crap my pants. I was so nervous. <laughs> he got Me to go out. I, they never taught me how to cut promos, right. I, very little. And, uh, you know, I. I didn't know what I was doing. And he told me to go outside, grab the microphone and, you know, say a few things. And I was like, why, why do I have to do that? I just want to get, I just want to wrestle this match. So it, it can get a little, um, uh, heart wrenching at times, you know, you, you, uh, nerve wracking is the word I'm like trying to use.
2: Well, there it is. You saw Shawn Michaels reverse the angle slam into a froling, uh, froling front rolling cradle for the pinfall. So we're tied up one apiece. You're arguing with the referee. This is good stuff. Uh, and now, yeah, we're going to keep the whole thing going here. We're about halfway through the match. Now you see the, uh, the time clicking down. Are you keeping a, uh, a close look at the, uh, the big jumbotron just to see where you are time wise?
3: always, you know, you always have to be aware of the time. Uh, you don't want it to sneak by you. Cause if you end up going, um, doing a finish too late, you're gonna, you're gonna end up having finishes back to back. that won't make sense. Unless you want finishes back to back, like, uh, what we did with, uh, Sean right there, where I angle him from the top rope, then I got him in the ankle lock immediately after that. And he rolled me up. That's a quickie. Yeah. So that is acceptable, but you know, you want to make sure you don't do it too close together.
2: We see Sean Michaels here still sporting the long hair. Uh, of course we know in more recent years. He decided to adopt the, uh, the Kurt angle look, uh, <laughs> yes. were, were, were you, uh, were you giving Sean some good natured ribbing about him, uh, clinging to that hair, maybe a little past I, its expiration I, you know date. What?
3: I, I I didn't know Sean is that well to be able to rib him uh, about it, but you know, he was going thin quite, a, quite heavily, probably worse than I was. And it, it was, uh, it was pretty hard to, to watch, uh, him keep that long hair. I understand, you know, that's part of his character, but, uh, it was time to shave the head.
2: <laughs> of course you're sporting a singlet here. Sean has uh, a different type of attire. He doesn't have what I would even call long tights. He's just got long pants. Could you have imagined wrestling in something like what Sean would wrestle in? It feels oh, like that. No. Would,
3: yeah, <laughs> no, uh, you know, I, I don't even know what they are. They look like disco pants. <laughs> I have no idea what they are. Uh, he liked them baggy. I don't know why, you know, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable wearing baggy pants.
2: Well, I think, uh, the old thing in wrestling is, uh, or as I've heard guys say, it's an upper body business kid. Uh, (laughs) and, and, and Rick was always, uh, pulling his, his knee pads down below the knee because he said he had what he called minuscule calves. So maybe Sean didn't want to have anyone be self-conscious or he was self-conscious that he didn't have the most muscular legs in the world. So he wore the big pants, but it's weird to me that You're out here in what looks like amateur wrestling stuff, right? The singlet and the whole deal. And he's got, I don't even know, like rock and roll pants on. And it feels like you would think, man, that would be way constrictive on your movements and things like that.
3: Yeah, I think it would be, I I, I've never done it, so I don't know, but, uh, Sean's moving pretty good though. I can't, can't argue with that.
2: Oh, he's making it work. I'm just saying from your perspective, it feels like Kurt angle would never wrestle in pants. Uh, That's just, no,
3: no. Yeah. If anything, I'll wrestle in my underwear. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Less, less not more.
3: Better. Yeah. Less is better.
2: What's the, uh, you know, we've heard before that, uh, I think Jim Ross maybe spoiled some of the magic once upon a time. I think this might be another finish here that, uh, mankind Mick Foley had like a, uh, a friendly mandible claw and then a not so friendly mandible claw where he would. On some occasions, actually stick his fingers in the guy's mouth. And other times he would just fold at the knuckle. Uh, so it didn't actually go in. It just looked like it. Is there a, uh, a working, Hey, I like this guy. He's going to get a certain type of ankle lock or, Hey, <laughs> this guy was sniffing me a little bit. I might put a little more torque on that one.
3: No, I never done that. Um, I didn't want to do that because I didn't want anybody being offended by me trying to break their ankle. Cause it is a pretty, it's, it's a pretty intense move. Oh, I'm if sure. You do it right. I don't even apply it right. I, I don't know if you remember, Kenny Shamrock called me on it during our show. Yeah. We had a, our podcast with him. And he said, you don't even put it in right. I said, if I do, I'm going to break their ankle. Yeah. He said, you're absolutely right. You do get it. And I did because when you, when you apply that the proper way, all you have to do is torque it once and you could break the ankle. So I would hold the top of the toes instead of the side. Yeah. No, that way I wouldn't put too much pressure on the ankle.
2: Do you think in hindsight, the, um, the match was hurt because you had commercial breaks, I mean, commercial breaks are part of television. That's the reason you're on television is to have commercials. But when you've got big competition like Monday night football and the UFC, do you think in hindsight? you know, the move in a match like this may have been, Hey, let's sort of front load the commercials or backload the commercials and let's let this run uninterrupted.
3: I would prefer that because you're right. It does bring the match down. Uh, you you're getting commercial breaks, excessive ones, probably three or four in this Ironman match. And that's going to bring the match down. That's going to take away the intensity and the meaning meaningfulness of the match. And, uh, but there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, I, I think that they could have overloaded the commercials on one hour and, and let us run our 30 minutes without any commercial breaks, but that never happens, so I don't know if it ever will. So
2: as a reminder, you want WrestleMania, he wanted vengeance. So your trilogy here, cause this is what we would call in fighting the rubber match you're tied at one apiece. And seemingly this is a great way to blow it off because we're going to have multiple falls. It's going to be an iron man match, but as we know, even though the scoreboard right now says two to one, I think Sean is going to get another pinfall on you. And we're going to be tied at two apiece. Meltzer would say the match wasn't close to the level of their two prior big matches. TV commercial breaks didn't help, nor did the flat finish. Unless they're going to rematch the two before Taboo Tuesday, it makes no sense for Angle not to win since he's getting the next title shot. And you were in line, you know, you're the you're the new kid on the block here on Raw. You are going to be in line for the next title shot, but you don't win. So even after being tied at one match apiece, now even in your Iron Man match, it's going to be ruled a draw. How, did you find that creative out day of?
3: Were you disappointed? I think Sean and I were both disappointed. Uh but but we we agreed to do it because you know it, it wouldn't hurt either one of us. Right. It did affect the match. Uh, so that, that that was the hardest part because anytime you wrestle Shawn Michaels, you know it's going to be a classic. Unfortunately, this match with the 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 crappy finish, I hate to say because we tied, uh, there was no decisive winner. It took away from the match a little. Uh, There's no doubt about that. This match is really good, but it wasn't our best match. And that's because we tied.
2: Look, we're all adults here. And some of us choose to use nicotine to relax, focus, or just unwind after a long day. Lucy nicotine is a company that was created to help nicotine users find their cleaner option and feel better about the ways they consume nicotine. Now their latest product is called slim nicotine pouches which contains pure synthetic nicotine and provide the same satisfaction that nicotine users expect without any tobacco at all. Lucy slim pouches use the newest technology for synthesizing pure nicotine in the lab, none of the tobacco, all of the satisfaction from nicotine. Lucy slim pouches include both coconut oil and gum base to provide a soft, fluffy texture that enhances the flavor and doesn't dry out your mouth. They come in three strengths: four, eight and 12 milligrams and three exclusive and delicious flavors, spearmint, mango, and cool cider. And once upon a time in my life, someone was, uh, well, having their life dictated to them, it, de- it was a debate of who's riding with who and whose car can we ride in and what restaurants can we eat in not anymore though. Thanks to Lucy. It's 2021 don't compromise when you're choosing your nicotine products go with the newest tobacco free options from Lucy Kurt Angle show listeners go to Lucy.co and use promo code angle to get 20% off your order of Lucy slim pouches or other Lucy products. That's Lucy.co and use the promo code angle at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer warning. This product contains non-tobacco nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Of course you already knew that Lucy.co is the place to be and be sure to use that promo code angle that's L-U-C-Y.co and the promo code is angle. So before the, uh, we get down to the final four minutes, we're tied at two apiece. we had the big elbow off the top. We got the sweet chin music. One, two, three, Shawn Michaels scores the pin. So we're two, two across the board. The crowd is standing, they're on their feet. People know as the clock starts to tick down, hey, this is where we really gotta pay attention because whoever wins next is gonna win this thing, especially when it's two to two. I mean, at this point it could be zero zero, one to one. It's the same same. The next fall wins the match in all likelihood, since there's only four minutes. And you're gonna do, you know, your damnedest to have the very best match you can, but it is a flat feeling when there is no winner. So coming out of this, even though, you know, okay, I'm I'm challenging for the title. Did you just kind of assume it did Sean kind of assume, well, we'll get to do it again someday, probably a pay-per-view down the road or what have you,
3: it, we didn't know, well, uh, you know, it was one of those things where, okay, I guess we walk away, we tie and we're going to, we're going to go one to one, 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 and one. And, uh, but I, I knew that eventually we would have another match. I believe we did. I think Davari caused me to lose that match. You, I don't know if you remember that, uh, Conrad, but there was a fourth match and uh, Davari ended up causing me to lose that match. I, I can't remember when it was, but I think it was about a month or two after this match. So this wasn't necessarily the third match. Actually, Sean beat me at a match that uh, Davari accidentally nailed me instead of Sean because he was my... Um, a, or manager at the time. I'm not sure when that match occurred, but I know it was after this.
2: Yeah. In my research, it looks like it happened, uh, November 7th. Uh, but you know what? No. Yeah. That's when he came back over November 7th The returned return to raw. He was Kurt angles, anointed special guest referee in a tag match between Sean and John Cena against angle and Chris masters. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, you started to do like this sort of heel referee thing, which I guess is kind of fun, but at this point, you know, the, uh, the trilogy of, of great wrestling matches, you know, people wrestling fans think about Sean Mike, not Shawn Michaels, but Ric Flair and Ricky steamboat. And even though they did wrestle years later, at spring stampede in 94, people still think about 89 as being the trilogy of matches that people talk about. And then later they would talk about, you know, rock and Austin at WrestleMania 15, 17 and 19 and in more recent years they would talk about Okada and Omega. And this is sorta, of, you know, what we were doing in the mid two thousands with that type of conversation. And uh after a big match at WrestleMania and then another pay per view and then an Iron Man match on Raw, you just assume well they're gonna main event a SummerSlam at some point or a Royal Rumble or something and we didn't get that.
3: No, unfortunately. I, I think we should have. Yeah. Especially with this match anyway. Hi, I, I believe that Sean and I would have been happier with the decisive winner, uh, on
2: my counter. I'm showing that we've got, uh, a minute 20, 20 left. We're going to go ahead and track this last bit and see Jr. do what he does
1: best. <laughs> Seconds remaining for the score tied. I can only imagine how much pain Shawn Michaels is in right now. We can see the heart that Here Shawn he Michaels has. He He's going to tap. Shawn Michaels is going to tap. Michael is reaching for every help of adrenaline. He can muster. 42 seconds. Can he hold on? There's no way he can last this long. Michael's trying to reverse the pressure. Turn the roll toward the rope. And look at Kurt Angle. He's like a bullet constrictor. He's wrapped around Shawn Michaels' entire leg. 30 under 30 seconds. There's no getting Kurt Angle up. Ooh, oh, a big belly there right is. to the face. A big boot right to the face of Kurt Angle. Michaels kicked his way free. There's only 15 seconds left. He's got it again. Angle again with the ankle lock. Can Michaels hold on? We're under 10. it's over it's over All the bells michael's had it well, wait what but the and ladies and gentlemen, the 30 minutes has expired therefore the match is a draw what nothing settled in the rubber match with michael's and angle each have won one this one a 30 minute iron man Craw. All Shawn Michaels needed was three more seconds to win the rubber match. Maybe less than that. Maybe just two more seconds.
2: Fall is here and we could all use a stiff breeze. Uh, what did Vince call Kurt once? El Stiffo. Uh, that's right. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. So let's chew it and do it. Guys, confidence can take you far in life. I can also help you in the bedroom, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate. And that's where our friends at Blue Chew come in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as both Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take these dudes anytime, day or night. So you can plan ahead or just be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, the process is simple. You just sign up at bluechew.com. You consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Now, here's the best part. It's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA prepared and shipped direct to your door, all in a discreet package. Guys, there's nothing sexier than confidence or so the ladies say, and blue chew can help you get that confidence where it counts. And if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform blue chew can help. We've got a special deal for our listeners. Try blue chew free when you use our promo code angle at checkout just pay five dollars shipping that's blue the promo code is angle to receive your first month free visit blue for more details and important safety information and we thank blue Chew for sponsoring today's podcast so the crowd's booing and chanting bullshit and sean michaels is asking for a microphone let's listen
3: <laughs> no way dallas what is that
1: Exactly. Let's go to sudden death. Come on. Uh oh. I would love to see that. Rock wants sudden death, and in my book that, that means one ball to the know finish know you know know. with no clock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Michael's ready to fight. Is Angle just walking away from this confrontation? It's leaving. Yeah, this isn't. This is a, this is a
2: of course, throughout your career, Kurt, even when you were a bad guy, fans want to cheer you. But when you wave off the rubber match, it cements in everyone's mind oh no, he's still that heel. We still hate him, right?
3: <laughs> yes. Uh, there are times the fans hate my guts and there are times they absolutely love me. And at that particular time that night, they hated my guts. In hindsight, it was an exciting finish. I, I really enjoyed this. I, I thought having the ankle lock on him for a good minute, him holding off and then sweet chin music at the end, almost, you know, if it was two seconds earlier, he would have won. You know, this was a really cool, exciting finish for a tie.
2: Yeah. As far as draws go, I don't think he could have done much better. And I do like the, uh, the whole time limit expiration thing, as we said, with, uh, the, the sweet chin music, the referee starts to make the count, but the bell rings, uh, I do want to ask though, in hindsight, Do you think this should have been the main event because the main event that night was John Cena versus Eric Bischoff in a no DQ match for the world title that went two minutes and 44 seconds. We see Shawn Michaels hugging all the legends at ringside there, but you know, you just had a 30 minute clinic here and what went on last the main event was John Cena and Eric Bischoff for less than three minutes.
3: Uh, you know, all I could think of was at this particular time, they were really, 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 really trying to push Cena. Yeah. So they, they had their eyesights on John for that whole year. And this was the beginning of the John Cena dynasty. So, you know, I understand why they did that. They, you know, it's like, uh, you know, when, when I became the top babyface, they started putting me on last all the time. Yeah. You know? but, and, and John was the top baby face in the company. Uh, at least he was upcoming. He was pretty close to being a top baby face at this time. And Vince McMahon wanted to make sure he was, so he always put him in a position to make him look like the top guy.
2: Um, you know, when you have a great opponent like this and you've got plenty of time, they gave you 30 minutes. You've had two pay-per-view matches, one at really the granddaddy, you know, the biggest of them all WrestleMania, and then one on vengeance, which is still a pay-per-view, but now this one, more people are going to see, right. More people see raw than they see the pay-per-views back then. So this is a big opportunity. And in hindsight, I wonder, do you think it would have been a better match if it wasn't an iron man match?
3: Oh man, that's tough. I mean, we did as good as you possibly could with an iron man match. Absolutely. Uh, But I think it being a tie really mess things up. I would have preferred just a regular match for a rubber match, uh, with a decisive winner. Yes. I think it would have been better.
2: Uh, let's do some questions. Instagram, a wrestling historian wants to know why didn't they make this an hour instead, would you have been an advocate for that? Or do you think 30 minutes when it comes to TV time is is probably enough?
3: Well, I did an hour with Brock on SmackDown, I believe in 2003, right? And it was way too long. Um, you know, having Iron Man matches when you put it on Raw or SmackDown, that's half of your show, yeah, right there. So, uh, it, you know, I don't think that an hour—we didn't need an hour, even though I would have loved the wrestle Sean for an hour. That would have been the greatest Iron Man match of all time. But um, you know, thirty minutes is all we needed, so that—that's where we went.
2: Uh, here's an interesting question from Lopez that I hadn't thought about. He says, "Was the Titan trying more of a distraction in a match like this?" You know, we were acknowledging that you had to look at that to sort of keep up with your time and that isn't as a resource for you, but if you strip away the Ironman stipulation, you're never looking at the Titan Tron. So I like that It adds to the psychology of a of a, an Ironman match. But I wonder, did it also perhaps hurt the match in your opinion?
3: I I don't think it hurt the match. Uh, You know, you always have to check on the times to make sure that you're uh, in the right frame of time at, at that particular point. So. You do have to check on the clock every once in a while to make sure you're not too late with everything. But um, does it hurt the match? You know, you you have to make it perfectly clear that what what time is left, even for the fans, for them to understand the psychology. Because if you didn't show the timer and the fans didn't see it and we didn't see it, then there's no psychology to it. There's no, you know, you don't know when it's going to finish and you don't know. Uh, how much time is left. So that, that, that's pretty difficult.
2: Uh, one last one. This one's from Jay Newsman. And I gotta say, I never even considered this, but since you just laid the groundwork and said, well, Cena knocked two of my teeth out once. Uh, how did the sweet chin music feel? I guess what he's asking is, does Sean ever get you with one by accident?
3: No, he is not stiff. You don't even feel it. It barely touches you. Uh, that that's what makes him such a pro. I don't know if he's ever stiffed anybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Sean Sean is that good. He, he just, he's able to gauge shots, punches, kicks, uh, his athleticism in the ring. He's unbelievable. I mean, he, he does things that nobody else can do and, and he's the Jack of all trades across the board. He's the best overall entertainer in the history of wrestling. Rick Flair's up there. And Eddie Guerrero and I, and then Chris Jericho too, I, you know, especially late in his career, the way he's going. But, uh, you know, Sean's uh, prob- probably in a class of his own. When we're talking about
2: Chris Jericho and, and late in his career and all this, uh, as you and I are recording this, <coughs> excuse me, AEW just put on a 30 minute match themselves that went to a draw. And a lot of people thought that was a dream match. Brian Danielson, his first match in AEW away from WWE and Kenny Omega, the AEW world champion. Did you have a chance to see their 30 minute match
3: earlier this week? No, not yet, but I'm going to watch it. I, I know that had to be phenomenal.
2: I can't wait to get your take on it someday because 30 minute matches on TV are really a rarity, it is uh, a rarity. but, but who better than those two? And, and of course, back in 05, who better? Than Kurt Angle and Kenny Omega. But I know if you're going to be in a 30 minute match, you're probably going to need plenty of protein. And that's why we recommend physicallyfit.com. Go check it out right now. You got chicken snacks and you got Snack Smart. Now, what is Snack Smart? Well, it's organic plant protein. So if you don't want the chicken, no big deal. We got you with plants, baby. Each bag is only $9.99. Each bag has seven servings. And when you use our promo code, AnglePod, You save 20% off your entire order. So you're looking at like a buck, a snack and what flavors you've got. Spicy Buffalo and blue cheese is Kurt's favorite. It's high in protein and low in all the stuff that's bad for you. Sour cream and onion, of course, with bagel pieces and rice sticks, we got honey mustard with pretzel pizzas, and we've also got brown sugar cinnamon with pretzels. And I think the cinnamon swirl and brown sugar are probably the favorite for the kids, the ladies, everybody's loving that.
3: Yeah, we have a great product. Uh, I want to thank everybody for supporting me buying this product. Go to physicallyfit.com. You're going to absolutely love the chicken snacks or the snack Smart Crispy Protein Bites, uh, the organic protein bites. Uh, we have both organic protein and we have the chicken protein. So go order them and enjoy them.
2: Physicallyfit.com. Use that promo code ANGLEPOD. You'll save 20% off your entire order. So whether you order one bag or ten bags, it's twenty percent off. You can save yourself a boatload of cash, and also too, things are very affordable over at KurtAngleBrand.com. When you go there, click on Shop, and you'll see all that Kurt has to offer. And he's got a wide variety of stuff you don't see everybody else do, like video messages, like birthday cards, like autographed tape by tens. Heck, you can even send something to him; he'll autograph it and send it back. All the details are at KurtAngleBrand.com. But now you've got some new t-shirts, new swag, new merchandise, and some fun items like the little cowboy hats, the milk cartons. There's something for everybody at Kurtanglebrand.com, right, Kurt?
3: Yes, go to Kurtanglebrand.com. If you have an autograph you want me to, or a photo or uh, a a title belt that you want me to sign, send it to the address on the website and I'll sign it for you. I'll personalize it. Uh, Send me a small donation with a prepaid postage envelope and I'll get it back to you
2: check it out. It's Kurt angle brand.com. And I want to mention if you're looking for more Kurt angle, you can find it at adfreeshows.com. We do a bonus piece of content every single month and you even get to do an interactive zoom with Kurt angle. That's right. He's got his camera on. You got your camera on and you can ask Kurt angle, whatever you want. You can't do that anywhere else, but you can at adfreeshows.com. We can't think-
3: do that September 29th at 7 PM. Eastern standard time.
2: Boom. There you go. You never know when you're going to get another one, but check it out. Kurt angle is on adfreeshows.com. greatly appreciate the time today, man can't wait for next week. I don't know what I expected, uh, watching old wrestling with you, but this has been like the highlight of us doing shows together. I love to watch your old stuff. It takes us back to our nostalgic times as a fan and you get to sort of relive some of your glory days. It's a win for everybody.
3: It is a win for everybody. I absolutely love (laughs) watching.
2: Next week though, we're doing something a little different. We're going to talk about Bound for glory, 2011. And this was an interesting time in TNA. We've been talking about TNA a little bit with Jeff Jarrett and a little bit with Eric Bischoff 2011 had you on top as the world champion taking on Bobby rude, the undercard had sting and Hulk Hogan with Ric Flair in his corner. AJ styles working an I quit match with uh, Christopher Daniels. Uh, Mr. Anderson is in there with bully Ray, Rob Van dams. And then with Jerry Lynn, Austin Aries is in there with Brian Kendrick. You had a loaded roster here in 2011, and we're going to talk about it next week, Kurt.
3: Yeah, we absolutely had a, a loaded roster. It was it was one of the best rosters I've ever been a part of. Uh, that's part of the reason why I wanted to go over to TNA. They had so much talent there. I knew I had uh, I could expand my wings and wrestle other guys I never wrestled before, including
2: Bobby Roode. They're going to go 14 minutes and 15 seconds. We're going to talk about the build of that pay per view and the event itself. I guess you might even call bound for glory, like TNA's WrestleMania, but sting versus Hulk Hogan, it happened. And Ric Flair was in their corner and we're going to be breaking it down next week, bound for glory, 2011, coming your way right here on the Kurt angle show. All right, folks. Let's run a timeout right now to talk about our friends at chirp chirp is a brand dedicated to helping the world feel good. So they can do more of the stuff they love. In other words, chirp is all about feel good, do more. To do this, Chirp creates simple, innovative, and effective pain relief and prevention solutions. Chirp started with a revolutionary wheel for back pain, but they really are just getting started. I got to tell you, our experience with Chirp here at the Thompson household has been huge. Uh, Mrs. Thompson hurt her back several years ago, and now whenever she maybe overdoes it at the gym or comes home bragging about a PR, I know what's going to happen later that night. She's going to be in the floor rolling around with Chirp. Chirp is all about helping people feel good and do more. And this back pain is preventing millions of people from feeling their best. When they don't feel their best, they're limited at what they can do. And Chirp can fix that. With Chirp's patent pending spinal canal and three different pressure options to choose from, Chirp will help your back feel better. So you can be back to doing what you love in no time. The key features that make this product stand out are that there's three different pressure sizes, gentle, medium, and deep. Spinal canal to comfort your spine, as our wheel gives your back a unique four-way stretch. Each wheel can hold up to 500 pounds, and they can be nested together for easy travel to take with you wherever you go. Visit GoChirp.com and enter the promo code ANGLE to save 10% off site-wide. That's GoChirp.com, and the promo code is ANGLE to save 10% off site-wide. That's GoChirp.com, and be sure to use the promo code ANGLE to save yourself some cash. Get 10% off at GoChirp.com with the promo code ANGLE. folks let's run a timeout right now to talk about our friends at chirp chirp is a brand dedicated to helping the world feel good so they can do more of the stuff they love in other words chirp is all about feel good do more to do this chirp creates simple innovative and effective pain relief and prevention solutions chirp started with a revolutionary wheel for back pain but they really are just getting started i gotta tell you our experience with chirp here at the thompson household has been huge Uh, Mrs. Thompson heard her back several years ago and now whenever she maybe overdoes it at the gym or comes home bragging about a PR, I know what's going to happen later that night. She's going to be in the floor rolling around with chirp chirp is all about helping people feel good and do more. And this back pain is preventing millions of people from feeling their best. When they don't feel their best, they're limited at what they can do, and Chirp can fix that. With Chirp's patent-pending spinal canal and three different pressure options to choose from, Chirp will help your back feel better so you can be back to doing what you love in no time. The key features that make this product stand out are that there's three different pressure sizes, gentle, medium, and deep. Spinal canal to comfort your spine as our wheel gives your back a unique four-way stretch. Each wheel can hold up to 500 pounds, and they can be nested together for easy travel to take with you wherever you go. Visit GoChirp.com and enter the promo code ANGLE to save 10% off site-wide. That's GoChirp.com, and the promo code is ANGLE to save 10% off site-wide. That's GoChirp.com, and be sure to use the promo code ANGLE to save yourself some cash. Get 10% off at GoChirp.com with the promo code ANGLE.